Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us and we'll go ahead and get started. Thanks for joining us again for another episode of Redeemed. Uh, we are going to be starting Mark. And so, um, with that being said, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I kind of like Mark. Uh, he's a little different than Matthew, which is which is good. If you take all four of the Gospels and look at them, they each kind of have a different viewpoint. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh as I was reading here, the first couple chapters here in Mark, uh, Mark is very concise. Doesn't add a lot of detail. He just gives you the get you here's the facts. Gives you the facts, the main point. <laughs> boom, 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 moving on. Okay. Yep. Uh, we covered about four or five different stories in the first chapter. All in what forty-two verses? Yeah, forty-two right? verses. Yeah, forty-five. Forty. Now, what would have taken Matthew six chapters to cover? <laughs> he just covered it in one. Yeah. Okay. So, I like Mark. Mark's Mark's pretty good. Man of efficiency. Yes, he is. Uh, I thought it was interesting, too, also, because uh, Mark does not start with the birth of Jesus. No. Mark starts with John the Baptist prepares the way. Yep. So, like I said, different kind of viewpoint. <laughs> if you go down and look at verse 14. Oh, excuse me. 16. We have Jesus calling his disciples. Yep. Okay. This is where uh, Jesus originally goes uh, as he's fixing to start his earthly ministry here. And he's and he's kind of started it, but he's just in the process of uh, getting to that point where he's uh, he's fixing to launch into it full force. He's putting the band together. Right. And uh, in that process, he needs some, some helpers, I guess you could say, or some people that he's going to teach. Yeah. It's more like it. Uh, and he's got a very limited amount of time to teach them. And so he's so he's got to get on and get it done. Yep. And as you're going to find out, throughout <laughs> most of the Gospels, these uh, <laughs> poor disciples, uh, they struggle a little bit sometimes. <coughs> Some would say more than a little bit. More than a little bit, yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, if you look at disciples, I mean, we've got arguments from them arguing about who's going to sit on Jesus' right and left and him telling them that it's not even for him to decide. You know what I'm saying? And they were so brave about it that they got their mother to go talk to Jesus about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mommy, can you go talk to Jesus for me? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, I mean, so there's a lot of training that goes on in a very short time for the disciples. So Jesus is calling disciples. He's walking along. He sees a couple fishermen. He sees Simon and his brother Andrew. They're casting a net into the lake. He says, come, follow me. And depending on which translation you look at, it says, I will make you fishers of men. Yep. Or I will show you how to catch me. I will send you out to fish for people. Fish for people. <laughs> now, personally, I've done a lot of fishing. Okay? I've done a lot of fishing. I catch salmon. I catch sturgeon. I catch trout. Sure. I've done a little bit of bass fishing, but it ain't my favorite. Sorry to all you bass people. Um... 
it is relatively easy. You throw your bait out there, you drift it through, you try to get your bait in front of the fish, and then... Fish takes the bait. Fish takes the bait, you go bites on! Mm -hmm. And with these fishermen, it's even easier, because they didn't even use bait, they just threw nets in the water. Yeah, cheaters. Yeah, no. Cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then they just bring it up, and that was how they caught the fish. Yeah. But Jesus walked by and said, come follow me. And they got up immediately, left their livelihood of fishing... And he followed Jesus. At once they left their nets and followed him. At once. No hesitation. Nope. They didn't think about it. They just went and followed Jesus. Okay. Boy, what an example for us. You know sure. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I might I might have been one of those that accidentally missed it. No, Guy man. comes along to me, I'm just taking care of business, doing mm-hmm. my daily work. He says, Come follow me. I'll show you how to be a yep. uh, a fisherman for men. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I have a lot of questions. You know, what are we going to do once we catch them? Yeah. Uh-huh. Where are we going? <laughs> yeah. And what kind of bait are we using? Do I need to pack a bag? Yeah. Are right. we coming home tonight? Because you need a big net? i got to get my lawn <laughs> How mode. are we catching these? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are we doing with a fishing pole? A net? What do you yeah. think, dear Lord? What's going on here? Yeah. Okay. But the disciples didn't question anything. No. They just got up. They followed him. There was something about Jesus that if that was enough for them. Yeah. They didn't have to question. They didn't have to ask. They knew something amazing was going to happen with Jesus, so it was worth giving up everything to follow him. If you jump down a few more verses there, Jesus comes across another couple brothers, James and John, sons of Zebedee. They are with their father. He says, come follow me. What do they do? They leave leave their father in a boat. He's out, Dad. I hope he knew how to get back. Without delay... He called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. That's what he had other people with. He had other guys yeah. with him, but yeah, they just they said, see you later, Dad. Mm-hmm. Have a good life. Exactly. See you on the other side. They gave it all up to follow Jesus. Yeah. Because they knew it was that important. What a lesson for us. A lot of times, I don't feel like we give up very much. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, I think we, <laughs> we try to say, here you go, Lord, you can have... This I, little bit. Would, this is mine. Mm-hmm. You can have this. I would argue we try to hold on to too much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely we do. Considering we try to hold on to mm-hmm. anything. Exactly. And in the end, I think it costs us. costs us dearly. Because we don't fully throw everything we have into following Jesus. Amen. Uh, we do it when it's convenient. We do it when it's easy. Yeah. This, this was not easy. To give up your very livelihood to follow Jesus around for the next several years. Several years. Yeah, and they didn't know that. Nope, they didn't. They just thought, all right, let's go. They just knew they had to follow. Mm-hmm. Credit to them for not missing it. And I know. <laughs> I mean, really, as you're sitting here thinking about it, if Jesus came to you tomorrow, uh, Amanda, <clears throat> you're in Toledo. He walks by the door there and says, come follow me. I mean, I feel like now I'd be like, yeah, sure, but that's yeah. on this side of uh-huh. everything after I've already read about it yeah. once. Mm-hmm. But just hearing about this Messiah that's going to come one day mm-hmm. and that, you know, it's like, oh, that guy might be a little crazy. I'm uh-huh. not going to follow that guy. How am I supposed to know if that's him? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But they mm-hmm. didn't, yeah, they didn't miss it. They knew who he was. Yep. To a point. To a point. Yeah. They still had much to learn. They didn't quite know. I was going to say, they didn't fully understand yeah. everything, but they they understood enough that it's like, hey, we, this is, yep. we got to go. Yeah. We got to go. And oh, the training and the experiences they got because they did follow him. You know what I'm saying? I would have loved to have followed Jesus around for those years. 
that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. To watch him heal the sick, mm-hmm. to all the things he did, the miraculous signs, the breaking, uh, the multiplying of the fish and the bread. I mean, walking on water. Yeah. I mean, it was an amazing. It was a. It was a. Experience. Mm-hmm. And because of it, uh, these disciples were able to really jumpstart Christianity after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know they, what I'm saying? They were the why founding he, fathers of the church. And that's why Jesus invested so much time in the 12. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it does seem like they got it. It's interesting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You wouldn't. Uh, it's almost as the, as the uh, what's that called? The character arc. Mm-hmm. It's their, their whole backstory and everything. You see where they start from as these fishermen that don't understand literally any of the parables that Jesus is saying. <laughs> And they always have to ask him, and Jesus starts getting frustrated. How do you guys still not get this? And then you, you they have, go out and they jump, like you said, yeah. jumpstart Christianity. Yeah, they have. You have Peter who's speaking in a many different languages at the same time, telling people that they're the ones that hung Jesus on the cross. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Long uh-huh. giant step from a lonely fisherman. Yep, from just the guy on the boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. My question to you is if Jesus showed up tomorrow and he said, come follow me, would you be able to give up everything you have to follow him? And then let's take this, let's take the question a step further. What are you giving him today? Because he is saying, come follow me. We've been called to share his message with the lost and dying world. Absolutely. And sometimes I don't think we focus on that enough. I agree. We get pulled. We get pulled to one side or the other in this world. We're too busy doing this or doing that, and we lose focus of where we're really supposed to be. So, if you're living the redeemed Christian life like you should, the "come follow me" should be easy. Should be, right? It's not always easy, but it should be, and we should be so busy about doing His work that everything else kind of goes away. Amen. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.